0: Welcome to That Weekend Feeling with Darren Mann. Indeed it is, That Weekend Feeling with Darren Mann. It's brought to you by the Weekend Post and the Daily Dispatch Weekend Edition. Taking a look at the sports stories today, on the back page of the Herald newspaper, Athletics South Africa sets date for EP Athletics election reboot. ASA has set a date for the Eastern Province Athletic's election rerun, which will see the ushering in of a new executive committee after an irregular process was followed in August. Marvin Dry was voted in as president, but has since stepped down along with the rest of the elected committee. This followed a complaint of irregularities in the voting. Moving on to the lead sports story in the Daily Dispatch today, Am will bounce back. Springbok Lakanya Am's former Border Bulldogs teammates have backed him to bounce back in the rematch against Australia on Saturday after an uncharacteristic performance last weekend. The Springboks lost 28-26 to the Wallabies in their first game outside South Africa since the 2019 Rugby World Cup in Japan. The test, AM's first against Australia and 20th for South Africa, was probably his most disappointing in a box jersey so far.
1: What would you do with 50,000 Rand? Win your share of 100,000 Rand when you enter the Daily Dispatch Cash Mania competition. You could win the grand prize of 50,000 Rand or one of 20 cash prizes of 2,500 Rands each. The competition closes on the 26th of September 2021 and an entry form is printed in the Daily Dispatch every day. Get your copy of the Daily Dispatch and enter now. Daily Dispatch, local, fearless, empowering you.
0: That weekend feeling with Darren Mann continues. Our guest on this edition of the podcast is the man recently appointed full-time captain of the Proteus Test team. He's currently about to warm up for an inter-squad fixture at Centurion. Thanks for the time. Good morning and welcome, Dean Algar. Morning, Darren. How are you? Not doing too badly, thanks. Big honour for you being named national captain, but not an entirely new gig for you captaining the national test side. You've done it t- four times during the course of your career so far?
1: Yeah, so far it's been uh, it's been a really exciting period for me. Um, obviously, a massive honour to to be asked to to lead to lead our test side. Um, yeah, something I've always like wanted to do when I was growing up. Um, yeah, so I'd like to think I've had a, a reasonable start so far to a very short
0: captaincy uh, career, and hopefully uh, a lot to build on uh, for the future. I'm guessing you're not one of those guys who feels added pressure when it comes to your personal game and your batting and so on, when you are captain of the side?
1: I think uh, i like to um, try and get a, a win. I think that's obviously the biggest thing that, that I focus on now. Um, but also bearing in mind, I know that my personal performances is also very important for the side. Um, I still lead a pretty important role in opening the batting. Um, so, yeah, I definitely try and look to uh, put my hand up when it comes to... Uh, Contributing mid-time with, with that in hand, uh, but I know there's a picture, uh, the, the result for me is also quite a big accolade, uh, knowing how much it means to our squad and how much it means to the general public of South Africa. But It's like a two-fold kind of job where you have to focus on your personal game and your personal uh, bringing to, to the team and then obviously focusing on the, on, the, on the team as a whole.
0: Home series for South Africa scheduled this coming season against India and Bangladesh. What can the uh, home supporters realistically expect from those two series? The first one in particular is not going to be easy.
1: Yeah, the Indian series is a massive one for us. uh, Three tests against them. Um, Obviously, they're the best side in the world. And I think as as a test side uh, playing nation, I think we're still in a a pretty good space when it comes to our, our test cricket. Yeah, so... I think it's going to be a huge series for all of us. Um, playing at home, I mean, we, we've got the home advantage, and and hopefully we can utilise our our conditions in, in our favour. Um, so yeah, it's still a long way out in December uh, to play against uh, the Indians, but um, I reckon the guys are, are pretty keen and, and already starting the mental preparation uh, as I speak.
0: Talk a little to us about the COVID effect. How has that affected play and preparation? And then also, I'd be interested in your thoughts on uh, recently the fifth test between India and England being cancelled as a result of COVID issues.
1: Yeah, if I could touch on that uh, test, I think that is a pure money spinning uh, decision that they've made there. It's no no secret that the IPL's around the corner and the is one of the biggest sporting events in the world. So yeah, it was actually sad to see that the the game had to go that far, that they had to call off a test match where... Where the series was in the balance, and I thought um, it could have been a brilliant fifth test on the cards. Uh, the series had already been uh, had already been brilliant one of the one of the be- better test series around for a long time. Um, so just it sad it's sad to see that the game actually took a bit of a knock there. Um, so yeah, that's just my viewpoint. But um, <laughs> the, the COVID effect has been has been massive on players. Um, I think when it comes to logistics and the way things used to be in the past. It's totally the opposite now. I mean, we share most of our time now in a bubble where we have uh, limited access to, to be able to go and enjoy ourselves uh, off the field. Uh, we pretty much cooped up in the hotel and what the hotel can, uh, can give us at whatever length. Um, I know hotel groups that go never backwards to try and facilitate and accommodate what we require. But sometimes you just need your own personal space and be able to go to a shop and just walk around in a mall or go play some golf or whatever your uh, whatever your uh, downtime leisure requires. Uh, those requirements now are, are so limited, and um, yeah, it's been a, quite a, a massive frustrating period for players, especially if you're a social person and you and you want to get out there and you want to go to a restaurant or something like that. So the, those kind of things we've had to. Adapt to pretty quickly, um, knowing that this is what we have to do. These are the measurements that we have to that we have to do and take as, as as players if we want to get back on the park and be able to do what we love. Um, it's it's been a it's been a massively challenging period for for everyone. I think it's been a challenging period for our management as well because they've got to try and best suit everything for the players and the players' needs. Um, because being kept up in a hotel for four, five, six weeks is is a massive challenge. Um, so, yeah, uh, tour life has also been a, a, a massive uh, challenge for all of us. Um, whereas we, we used to be able to go and do some touristy things. Whereas now, um, the, the most touristy you get is your swimming pool in your
0: hotel. <laughs> Dean, the uh, Proteus T20 squad are about to embark on a World Cup adventure next month. Uh, any advice for them from you?
1: No, I think they've been playing brilliantly of late. I think we, we mustn't discourage... The hard work that they've that they've put in over the last few months. I think they've had three series and three series wins uh, against pretty tough opposition, and most of those series, or if not all of them, have been away from home. So I think they've done everything correctly in the, in the sense of uh, they are getting that winning culture, that winning feeling back. Obviously, playing in the World Cup is a is another is another spinoff uh, thing, and uh, it's just always going to pose pose another challenge. Um, in cricket, anything can happen on your day. You one player to come out and play a special knock or bowl, a special over to, to change your whole campaign. But uh, I think our lead up up until this World Cup has been brilliant for us. And um, yeah, don't be surprised if South Africa goes pretty far in the World Cup.
0: Well then, we're always going to back the Proteas, but dangerous teams in the World Cup. Tips to chase glory along with the Proteas? Who do you fancy?
1: Yeah, I think you always got to go with the bigger name teams like India, West Indies, maybe even Pakistan. They always, they always up there in T20 cricket. But I mean, there's, there's small minor countries now that, that are also pushing the boundaries when it comes to T20 cricket. They're no pushovers. Um, just recently we played against Namibia and I know they're playing in the qualifying stages as well. And, um, yeah, I think they're also a little force to be reckoned with in the World Cup. Even though they don't have a lot of household names, and um, they're a very, very dangerous side, as mentioned. As I said, on any given day, um, a team can have a brilliant half an hour and blow a big-man team out of the water. So, um, yeah, don't be surprised if those little, little teams come around and, and maybe give the bigger teams uh, a bit of an upset.
0: Last question for you, Dean. The last two years or so, there have been as many headlines about administration when it comes to CSA as uh, there have been about the game itself and the players. Does any of that stuff filter through to you and the players?
1: Look, Darren, it's, uh, it's one of those frustrating uh, aspects of the game that as a player you, you can either read it or you can choose to read it or not. Um, I think in my position, I have, to, I have to be very conscious about what's been going on. Um, it's quite sad to see that cricket has become such an easy target. Um for, for people to be able to uh point fingers at and for for people to try and nitpick at, at small things. Um ultimately the biggest goal for us is to try and get through that, get over that and we need to we need to start something new now. We need to we need to kick on, we need to put the past behind us. Um because cricket at the at the moment in South Africa is taking a serious, serious knock. Um but yeah, obviously with performance, uh, with performance related, us as players, we can try and control that environment with regards to putting the right things on the board. Um, and hopefully our new administrators that have, that have taken over the game can, can start uh, complimenting the players quite a bit. Um, so yeah, that's definitely something that I'm, I'm aware of and something that I've uh, been witness to now for quite some time. Um, so hopefully things can turn around because I think cricket in South Africa kind of deserves the respect that it that it needs. And um, I mean, it's been a it's been a national sport now for for many decades. And I think we need to obviously get that uh, the, the the cricketing national aspects of, of the sporting code back back where it uh, rightly belongs.
0: I'm going to let you go now, but it's been an absolute pleasure having you join us on that weekend feeling, courtesy of the Weekend Post and the Daily Dispatch Weekend Edition. Together with Darren Mann, that was Proteus Test Captain Dean Elgar. Have a good day, Dean. Thank
1: you, Darren. Thanks a lot.
0: Each one of us has a story to tell and a story to share. A story that deserves to be heard. A story that inspires motivates and gives people a reason to keep going. A story about our triumphs as individuals and as a team. A story about our humble beginnings and what the future holds for us. A story about our heritage and that which brings us together. It is these stories that connect us the Herald. Whatever you live for, we live to tell that story for you. That was That Weekend Feeling
1: with Darren Mann.